0: multiple information, multiple choices, and a highly diminished capacity to choose, to have a basis for choosing. We could say it's a, a weakened identity. We don't really know who we are, and yet we have to, to choose and sort through all this information. Now, when I say we, uh, I'm talking about Americans in general. And I think in this building, we are the exceptions because we have an identity uh, based on Scripture. The Barna Group, who does uh, surveys of the religious community, uh, talks about what they call the morality of self-fulfillment. The biblical standards for choosing, the biblical standards for identity have been uh, weakened in our modern culture. And so people are taught to look within for meaning. Find yourself. And it's not just, you know, uh, if all else fails, look within, but it's it's the morality of self-fulfillment. In other words, this is considered to be a really good and noble thing to do, to look within. But we don't look within, we look within the scriptures, right? Am I preaching to the converted here? We look within the Scriptures, but I want, to, I want to point out to you that identity formation, finding out who we are, the picture we see in Scripture is that for, for us to uh, find an identity, we need to take a journey. In fact, put on the, uh, the PowerPoint. That's your cue. We need to take a journey. The, the heroes of Scripture find themselves... On a journey. They take a journey to uh, discover who they are. They don't just look into the Word or hear the Word and sign on the dotted line, you know, I agree to the vision statement, I agree to the statement of faith, but God leads us on a journey in which we discover and form our identity, who we are in God. It starts with our father, Abraham. The first... Uh, word that the Lord said to Abraham, well, two words, bivrit Vayomer Adonai Avram It's the first thing God says to Abraham is get going. You might have different uh, translations. It's, a, it's an unusual phrase in Hebrew, and uh, you could translate it as Uh, get going, go for yourself. Rashi, the great medieval commentator, said it should be translated as go for yourself, meaning for your benefit and for your good. So God says to uh, Abraham, go for yourself to to find your benefit, to find your good, but you got to go. You don't just stay. But uh, not to want to compete with Rashi, But I'll give my own interpretation, a little bit more literal meaning, lech lecha, literally could be translated as go to yourself, go to yourself, journey with God to become who you are meant to be by God. It sounds a little bit like, you know, looking within to find yourself, but it's, it's totally different because it's a journey with God and under God's direction and in companionship and accompaniment with Hashem, with the Lord himself. So uh, Abraham has to go on this journey, starting with Lech Lecha, and so does his son Isaac. God doesn't say Lech Lecha in every case, but every one of our our forefathers, of our ancestors, goes on a journey to become the biblical heroes that we uh, recognize today. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, big time, right? He's, he's cast out of the promised land. He has to go back and have this whole uh, drama with his uncle until he finally returns. Joseph goes on the journey, and we'll, we'll be looking at that in more detail uh, this afternoon. Moses himself is in Egypt, cast out of Egypt, wanders, um, out into the, the desert, finally, 40 years later, has an encounter with the God of Israel and then comes back to Egypt to fulfill his identity, his destiny. Lech lecha, you got to go on the journey to find who you are and who you're meant to be. Uh, can you relate to that idea in your own lives? It, it's uh, particularly... Uh, poignant for the for younger people. Younger people need to take the journey. We're we're going to find ourselves not through looking within, not through uh, reading the right books and signing the right agreements, but it's through a journey designed by God and overseen by God. It's it's God's lech lecha. Uh, Yeshua himself, our Messiah. You know, I said that the first thing. That uh, God said to Abraham was Lechlecha, the first words that Yeshua, in Mark's account, after Yeshua's ministry is launched, the first words that he says are follow me. Lechlecha, follow me. In fact, it's a little bit better than Lechlecha. God says to Abraham, get going. Yeshua says, get following me. So it's a journey. In uh, the Exodus from Egypt, when the Lord leads his people out of Egypt, it's a journey to get to the promised land. We don't just get transported. We have to journey with God to gain and discover the identity as God's people. Now, we, did, we opted for a little extra long journey, another 38 years of wandering, but that was our problem. Um, but, but in this week's reading, in the, in the Potashah this week, and I know what you're thinking when I said that. You're thinking, man, that was a long introduction to get to the Shah. How long is this sermon going to be? Well, we're about halfway through. I'll, I'll give you a hint. It's a real long introduction, short message. So in this week's Padasha, uh we've taken the journey to Mount Sinai. And we have the encounter with God, the greatest self-revelation of the God of Israel until the revelation uh, through Messiah Yeshua. Moses is mediating the revelation, and he, he meets with God. He brings the words of God down to the people. And the people say, All that the Lord has spoken, or all that the Lord speaks, we will do and hear, or we will, again, in your translations, it's going to be, there's going to be a lot of different ways to translate this. We will uh, do and obey, or we will fully obey. But the literal meaning is, is we will do and hear. And uh, once a heretic came to speak to Ravah, who was one of the great sages of the Talmudic era, and he said, You rash people, speaking of the Jewish people, uh, or at least of the denomination that Ravah represented, he says, You rash people, you, you put your mouth before your ears, you still persist in your rashness. First, you should have listened, the nishma, we will hear, we will listen, and if within your powers, you should accept and say, uh, We will do, say. If not, you should not have accepted. And Ravah said to him, we have walked in integrity, and of us it is written, the integrity of the upright shall guide them. And what he meant by that was that those who love God, who walk in integrity, know that God would never command the impossible. So we can say all that uh, you you say, Lord, even though we don't even know everything you're going to say yet, Someone uh, pointed out in the, in the drosh, right, that there's 613 commandments. Well, at this point in the story, we're in Exodus 24-7. We don't have anywhere near 613 commandments yet, but we're already saying anything you say, we're going to do, and we'll hear. And so we don't know everything that you're going to do, but we know that you would never command the impossible. We are walking in the integrity of the upright, committed to do what is right, and we trust God to guide us. But let me give you a, a, another little midrash on this verse from a therapeutic standpoint. Uh, we, will, we will do, and we will hear, we will listen, we will get it. The Hebrew word can mean all those things. We get it after we start to do it. We don't sit back. And figure it all out and understand it and then decide to do it. But the principle of the journey, we have to go on the journey we have to do in order to understand and become who God intends for us to be. We have to do uh, without all the guarantees, without all of the cautions and provisions to understand. Now say, we'll do it and then but nishma, we'll, we'll understand, we'll get it. Are you following what I'm saying? It, it's kind of counter to the way we usually think. You know, we think I want to wait until my heart is right and then I'll do it. I want to wait till I really understand. I want to get this down on paper and then I'll do it. But scripture reverses that and this simple phrase, see if I can figure out how to go backwards. Hey, I did it. This simple phrase, not save, Venishma, captures the whole idea of the journey. The whole idea that it's through the walk, through following, through, through the faith obedience that we gain understanding and transformation. Messiah Yeshua calls us not just to believe, we, we'd like to call ourselves believers, right? And I'm not criticizing that. I think that's a, it's a great label. But Yeshua doesn't really emphasize as much, well, along with his emphasis on believe is his emphasis on follow. So maybe we should call ourselves followers of Yeshua, not, not only believers in Yeshua. Yeshua doesn't call us just to believe. He doesn't call us just to affirm a statement of faith, just to show up on Shabbat just to do some good deeds. And and don't misunderstand, those are all good. We need to do all those. But Yeshua says, follow me. Follow me. Lech lecha, get going. Take the journey and there you will discover who God intends you to be, your calling, your identity in God. So a few takeaway points First of all, apply naseh Venishma to your anxiety. Remember I I opened with the uh, talking about anxiety? So according to my calculations, uh, there's about 25% of us here who suffer from high levels of stress and anxiety. And if we're not one of those dealing with it, then we're probably trying to help someone else. So here's a principle that really uh, helps. It's doing the thing you worry about doing. Face your fears. Take it on. say. We will do it. And then we'll understand. Then our heart begins to change. How do I stop worrying so much? You turn away from the worry and do the thing that's the right thing, that's the stressful thing anyway. Now you're, you're looking at me a little askance. But uh, this is a principle that works. You, you don't want to push it too far. You don't want to like completely freak yourself out. But it's through uh, responsible risk-taking, faith-building action that you begin to get on top of the anxiety that you struggle with. Uh, of course, it's always my. it's never me that has the anxiety. It's always this friend of mine, right? How do I help my friend? It's through, it's through behavior. It's through changing the way we think and frame the anxiety. It's through doing as if we didn't have quite so much anxiety that it begins to diminish. That's how we change our hearts. Um, identity formation is the great task... And I would say the great adventure of, of the young, the journey, the journey of identity, the journey of, to, to oneself to, to form and become is the great task and the great adventure of the young. And we need to honor that. I think that uh, one of the causes of the anxiety epidemic that I spoke about is over-protectionism and fostering too much carefulness and not honoring the need to journey, to experience, to experiment. I'm not talking about sinful behavior. I'm talking about uh, discovery and growth. It's the great adventure, the great task of the young, but the adventure continues for those who are not so young. We need to, re- to remain on this journey with the Lord ourselves. So I said that the phrase lech is, a, uh, is an unusual phrase in Hebrew. It appears at the very beginning of the story of uh, Abraham, and it appears near the end. Remember, Genesis 22, at the uh, binding of Isaac, the Lord says to Abraham again, who's now an old guy, uh, Lech Lecha, get going for yourself. Take your son, whom you love, your unique one Isaac, and Lech Lecha, go, for yourself to the place I'm going to show you. So the journey of faith, the journey with God, does not uh, end with youth. We who are post-youth, that's a good way to put it, right? That sounds better than older, right? I'm not old, I'm post-youth. I'm still on a journey. We need to keep it fresh. We need to stay on our toes. We need to be listening for God. The, the worst thing that we can do is think that we've arrived. The worst thing we can do is we follow Yeshua. Final point. Yeshua said, follow me, and he didn't mean just this once. He meant from now on. And thinking we've arrived is an enemy of that process. And we become really obnoxious when we think we arrived. We don't arrive. This is one of the unique uh, qualities of Messianic faith is we do not arrive until the age to come. We don't arrive until our Messiah returns. Then we arrive. And until that point, we remain on the journey. Lord God, help us to, uh, to stay fresh, help us to, to keep to the journey, to listen for your word, for your call, to heed. And, uh, and be faithful, help us to, to do so that we then hear and understand. I just pray this uh, along with this congregation. I pray your blessing on them, Bashem Yeshua.